0: As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically-researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Shoes has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now, for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com, danasbeats.com
1: a very lengthy investigation. There are warrants that have been obtained. There are warrants that will continue to be obtained both on the state and the federal levels. We'll be looking at extensive uh, digital platforms, computers, phones, um, cameras, and anything else that, uh, that comes into play in this investigation. Uh, the crime scene is still being held and it will be held for as long as we need it. Uh, the FBI is bringing in um, specialized equipment to help process that scene. This is a, uh, a very significant, uh, coordinated, collaborative effort with the state police, the FBI, the sheriff's department, um, you know, everybody else uh, involved in this process. Um, The evidence that we have uncovered so far makes no mistake that this is an absolute racist hate crime. It will be prosecuted as a hate crime. This is someone who has hate in their heart, soul, and mind, and there is no mistake that that's the direction that this is going in.
0: So that's the press conference from over the weekend over the uh, mass casualty event that took place in Buffalo. We got a lot of stuff to go through today. Happy Monday to you, Dana Lash. Here you can go sign up for the newsletter that I have that preps you. I do it as a service over at Substack, chapter and verse. So uh, this there because there were two incidents, in fact, that took place over the weekend in states that have the highest levels of gun control. I mean, you have I mean, these are, these are areas that have every bit, every gun control law that you could ever possibly want. And uh, they were both uh, just right over the weekend. So in Buffalo, this uh, 18-year-old, who was a known wolf and had apparently previously threatened to shoot up his school before, and for some reason... I mean that's that by itself. I mean, if that much was at least known, it's what is not known is why it is that uh, here you have this 18 year old who's able to do this, and yet nothing, nothing was ever done. Nothing was. We never, never saw anything about it. Never saw anything. Uh, I don't have an audio list, so if I could get that, uh, because then I could be able to go over some of the stuff that we have to play with us. Uh, but the whole thing with what took place. He apparently dressed up as a homeless person. Went and uh, I guess did reconnaissance at the grocery store. I mean this dude playing this out. Evil's real. I mean evil is a real thing. And this individual was described as being very troubled. He, was, he had tactical gear. I'd love to know how he, affor- how he was afforded that. I'd love to know how he had tactical gear. And was able to go out and do all of this. I mean, it's horrific. He had a manifesto, everything. Now, you all know at this point, apparently, you know, everything that happened. This is the second, by the way, mass shooting that happened in New York in one month. Don't forget the subway criminal who was arrested in New Jersey over two decades ago he threatened his old his uh, old boss that Frank James guy he was also a known wolf this eighteen year old was also a known wolf there was a state police investigation into him last year in Broome County he had to be referred to a mental health evaluation according to Buffalo News so you're going through the process of being determined whether or not adjudicated whether or not whether you're mentally fit or not he was he i mean clearly had issues was known had been investigated said he was going to go to his graduation ceremony and do this so in new york because the reaction to all of this has been what you might expect it's been exactly what you might expect everyone's saying oh he's a republican it's all the fault of fox news etc cetera, etc cetera. some of the worst awful stuff is said most hateful exploitative things are said by gun control people in the wake of a tragedy here's the problem <clears throat> this individual new york you have new york safe act that's like what they that's some of the most comprehensive uh some of the toughest gun control regulations in the country next to California Safe Act is this uh, is securing ammo and firearms. It's a 2013 Act that was passed. There's a number of other things in it. You have to have you have the the compa- yeah, restrictions on magazine capacity, all this other stuff. But what's more, my friend John Lott had looked at this too because everybody was diving into this murderers' manifesto. He literally wrote in his manifesto that attacking in a weapon-restricted area would decrease the chance of civilian backlash. He said, areas where concealed carry is outlawed or prohibited may be good areas of attack. Areas with strict gun laws are also great places of attack. This is the direct quote from his manifesto direct quote this guy literally wrote I know that Rolling Stone and everyone is saying oh he's a mainstream Republican I don't know if these people read this thing before opening their mouths or publishing stories on it or not but he wasn't he literally wrote that he was a far leftist he literally wrote that he was a Nazi he was anti-Christian anti-semitic how in the hell does that sound like a Republican I mean, he, he, just got, he had a huge, pretty big digital footprint. He put it all out there, exactly. They're branded, media's branding this guy as being some kind of mainstream Republican when he literally said that he was, quote, deep into communist ideology. Direct quote from his manifesto. I mean, everything, all these people, they cannot deal with the truth. Everyone's saying, oh, well, you know, Fox News, everything else, and Tucker Carlson, everybody's responsible. Well, if that's the case, then the guy who tried to murder a bunch of congressional members, then Bernie Sanders and all leftists are responsible for it. You guys want to walk down this path? Because half your asses will be in jail for culpability, then, if you really want to walk down this path. So stupid. Areas that have the strictest, you can't have people that, people are are prevented from uh, pushing back. They're, 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 they're prevented from defending themselves. <sighs> so, we're going to get into some more of the details with that. We also have the Orange County, uh, that was in, uh, Laguna, Laguna Woods. Churchgoers attacked this dude and hogtied him. And this was an Orange County suburbs kind of a retirement community. We're going to discuss this as well because it was a Taiwanese church in Laguna Woods. And the, the, the back story to this, because again, California, strike on laws, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I've been doing this for over 10 years, talking about all this stuff for over 10 years. It's the same thing in every single one of these horrific situations. And then you have someone like Liz Cheney. I don't know what this woman's doing. I guess she's just like realizing she's not going to be reelected. She's going to probably lose her re-election bid. So shes I guess she's auditioning for MSNBC. And some of the stuff that she says that she put out there after Buffalo. So you can't tell me that it's not about Buffalo because she put this out here right, literally right, you know, after Buffalo. She went out and said that the... Her Republican colleagues enabled white supremacy, and that the House GOP leadership has enabled white nationalism, white supremacy and anti-Semitism. And she says history's taught us that what begins with words ends in far worse. I Good heavens. She says that they've enabled it, etc. She does this right after Buffalo. right after Buffalo. I am just speechless. What is what is the point of her even existing as a Republican? I mean, at this point, the people that I see bringing the most division are people like Liz Cheney. I'm really disappointed in her. You know, at one point, I thought that she had the common sense and maybe maybe in spite of, you know, her father's administration that maybe uh she would be someone who would, you know, go seek higher office and and, and be a little bit more pragmatic and not fo- I mean it's just insane she's not A huge 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 Disappointment And that's just It is as exploitative As the gun control people I see As exploitative as that what, I have no idea what the point She, she went out she blamed this Went out at, right after on the, on the, in the wake of it I think she went after uh, Elise Stefanik as well it happens. This is just ridiculous. We're going to deep dive into all of this as well. I also want to set it up because Supreme Court opinions are being released, uh, although Roe won't be for a little bit. I told you that was not expected until uh, pretty much the end of uh, June, July, and the uh, piece that came out. And pulled this up because Justice Thomas, Clarence Thomas, who spoke over the weekend, and I love this because he was asked by a member of the media, Audio Soundbite 7, because, you know, it was a C-SPAN thing. Listen to this, because I thought this was such a great, great soundbite.
2: One of the things I'd say in response to the media is when they talk about, or especially early on, about the way I did my job, I said, I will absolutely leave the court when I do my job as poorly as you do yours. <laughs> and that was meant as a compliment, really. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: true. I'll leave the court when I do my job as poorly as yours. It's funny. And he's right. Although I don't think he'll do his job as poorly as those people. But the uh, Supreme Court, they've been issuing some uh, some some releases, uh, some opinions Uh, there. There was one too. the Brady Group has been freaking out because the U.S. Appeals Court ruled that California's ban on the sale of semi-automatic weapons to adults under 21 was unconstitutional. And I would imagine that they're going to try to fight this. But they said they came out and they said that it was an outrageous ruling without precedent, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what they think, you know, without precedent. Look, if you don't want people under the age of 21 to go and be able to buy firearms, and I don't think that you should expect people over the age 18 or older to go and fight for your desiccated asses over in theaters overseas. How about that? Don't send them overseas to go and fight wars that you love creating by running your mouths, but you expect everybody else's kids to go and cash with their own physical bodies. These people. All right, so you've been here before Spring comes and so do the big gardening ideas And you buy plants and you plant them And before you know it Your dream yard is a graveyard Luckily, FastGrowingTrees.com Is here to give your yard a new life FastGrowingTrees.com is the world's Largest online nursery With expertise, care, and selection That you're not going to find anywhere else The thing I love about FastGrowingTrees.com Is their experts curate Thousands of plant varieties that will Thrive in your specific specific climate, your location, and based on your needs. Based on your zip code, they can tell you what to buy and what not to buy. It's peace of mind for everybody that they take the guesswork out of it. Plus, there's no waiting in line and no messy cars from hauling plants all over town because you order online or over the phone. With plants shipped to your door in one to two days. Plus, their growing and care advice is available 24-7. And with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Visit fastgrowingtrees.com. Dana to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Dana. Start your spring with fastgrowingtrees.com slash Dana.
1: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech.
0: So today, in obvious news, pandemic babies are talking and reading and everything Later in life, they're missing major milestones because overburdened parents have been too busy to devote enough time to them. Multiple studies show that infants are talking less because parents haven't been able to engage them in language development conversations due to the coronavirus lockdowns that they all demanded. The studies revealed that just a year into the pandemic, children's shockingly average cognitive performance was at the lowest rate that it's been in a decade. Wow, I'm so glad that we sacrificed the well-being of our children and our infants and made sure that they missed all their milestones so a bunch of people could feel great about staying at home and locking themselves up for about two years. Great job, great job, everybody! Backpats all around. Pennsylvania politics still, golly, this is just a mess. The leading Democrat in the primary has had a stroke. Uh, John Fetterman, whose gun policies aren't really different than that Dr. Oz guy, uh, no joke. Uh, he, the Lieutenant Governor of Pennsylvania, he's the front runner for their Senate seat and uh, uh, for the Democrat primary. He said on Sunday that he suffered a stroke. He said it was a heart, cl- it was a clot from his heart, etc., etc., uh, he's still in the he's still in the race. He's apparently not going to be leaving the race. He apparently leads main rivals Connor Lamb and Malcolm Kenyatta. Democrats who I haven't been following because I don't care. And so he's been off the campaign trail since Friday. So anyway, it's almost like you know some of the people. If you look at the Republican primary over there, and you look at some of the Democrats, I don't know if there's any difference. Cincinnati Reds threw a no-hitter and they still lost to the Pirates. I feel like this is just kind of 2022 in a nutshell in a way. They did the unthinkable there. They're pitching staff through a collective no-hitter against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and yet they still lost. They still lost. Uh, after Reds pitcher Art Warren relieved rookie pitcher uh, Hunter Green in the eighth, Pirates third baseman, hit a blooper to second base via Daily Caller that scored the lone run of the game. But it didn't. Te- that didn't technically count as a hit. And so that's the sixth team in Major League Baseball ever to, in history to lose, to toss a no-hitter and still lose despite said no-hitter man i'd be so frustrated frustrated about that there's no way uh, also a new battery powered sub room a submarine essentially it looks like something out of uh, life aquatic with steve zissou it's literally a yellow submarine a new battery powered sub has room for 120 revelers to party for 24 hours under the waves so just let me put this in in perspective for you you're going to have you're going to have uh, 120 people that you're stuck with in a metal tube under the water That you're not going to be able to get away from They said it can include a 64 seat restaurant And it can be Michelin starred And it can have an aquatic casino And all this other stuff They said the interior is 1600 feet So I'm like wait a minute How are you going to have like a subsea gym And a casino and all this other stuff When the interior is 1600 square feet How are you going to have all this stuff in here You're going to have that many people 120 people shoved into a 1600 square foot area Death sounds preferable Than something like this can you imagine the party sub? How is this? This is never getting insured. It would never be insured. No way. Uh, also, a tech pioneer says, prepare for the arrival of aliens from his lips to God's ears. He says, prepare for the, an alien invasion. I mean, we're in the middle of an alien invasion in some regards. But he said, no, no, this is like a totally different species. And we, we think that they are not going to be friendly. I wouldn't be either. Have you seen us? we got a lot more in store. Don't miss because we've got barshan and threats from the Women's March. and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase and your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee, Black Rifle Coffee.
2: Listen to the Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time.
3: The racist purported manifesto is based on the really repugnant white supremacist idea that people of color are replacing white people in the United States. And as you know, this isn't just a fringe theory on the corner of the Internet. It's being pushed by right wing media personalities and some political figures. What do you say to them? And do they share any responsibility in this attack? It is a, a huge
4: priority for us. And it has been a huge priority for Joe Biden.
3: Hmm.
0: What a question to ask too, by the way. That was Dana Bash with CNN. Welcome back to the program. It's good to be with you. This Monday. This stupid, stupid Monday. This question is... Did Liz Cheney write that question for her? I'm curious. I don't know. It'd be the guy who... And I'm not going to read... I'm not going to say his name because I think he's a beta and I hope he gets beat in jail. Uh, But... Really, like if somebody just, you know, happened to accidentally trip and kick the hell out of him, I would love to add to your commissary. I would love to make make sure you can get all the snacks you want. I'm just saying, you know, it's like a service to the public is all I'm saying. But this dude's manifesto, I mean, if I wanted to play the left, I would be like, well, hell, it sounds like uh, MSNBC. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to have that conversation, that's what it sounded like. Sounded like, uh, I don't know, like a New York Democrat. You know, I'm not saying that because I'm being responsible with my words, but I'm getting tested. But to sit here and act like that this was, oh, this was the right. This was the, I've seen this. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen this. I got so many headlines on this. It's just infuriating. Before, that's what these people have done every single time. Before they even know anything. This dude, you know what, maybe if the FBI and DOJ weren't so busy targeting parents who were speaking out at school board meetings, maybe if they weren't so busy doing that, then maybe they would have been able to find this known wolf. Maybe they would have seen, because it's not like he did it secretly. He didn't do this secretly. This is a guy who was, had a pretty sizable digital footprint. It, he wasn't shy about his feelings. He was pretty public about all this stuff. Good grief. I, I just, the whole thing. I me mean, that question. Here's the other thing too. They keep talking, the left creates all these little buzzwords and everything else that they use. And most people, I don't think most people get into the rhetoric of what they're discussing. I mean, what are they, what are they talking about? Like the, like the uh, fewer white people or something in the United States? I don't read MSNBC or CNN literature, so I'm unsure of what, what racist talking points they're promoting amongst their staff. So I, you know, that's, that's. I mean, it's true. I mean, so? You have populations that end up changing. And? I, I think that they, sometimes I wonder if the left gets upset about it because they realize that more uh, law-abiding people of color are going to go out and lawfully arm themselves against the crime that Democrats perpetuate by not keeping these people in, the, in jails or not actually ha- or, or practicing restorative justice. I mean, for real. So there's increased diversity amongst the U.S. population. And are they trying to say that the Republicans have a problem with us? Or are they trying to say that it's racist to say that there is increased diversity among U.S. population? I'm confused. Which are which are they saying is the bad thing? I, I'm. I don't know. I mean, you would think. I. I kind of get why, the left, for instance, why they continue policies like you know, for example, at the at the southern border. I get why that they continue those policies. I read that some people, uh, there were other people who who drowned in the Rio, which is just awful. But I. I, f- I feel like they. Per- maybe they make a, the border purposefully a mess because, you know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. I have theory. I have theories, too, about how Democrats act. Maybe there's a reason why they make the border a mess, for instance. Maybe there's a, re- there's a reason why they do a lot of things. But I'm just I'm trying to figure out their reason for saying that, because this is how I'm just reading it. If you acknowledge that there's increased diversity in the United States, that's racist. The census did it. So is this census racist? I don't understand. Are they upset about acknowledging that Democrats? And, I mean, I'm reading here, Brookings, and this is not a conservative entity. They said that by 2000, the Latino or Hispanic population had had a higher share of the demo than the black population. I mean, I'm just like reading a couple of things here. Are they, I mean, legitimately, is this like a racist thing to acknowledge that? I don't know. I don't know who, I mean, is is there anyone who's saying that it's bad? I mean, I would take... Uh, a, a conservative Hispanic immigrant over a white, you know, trust fund socialist commie any day of the week. Is that a bad thing to say? Because I mean it. So you can get mad. I'm just curious. They they push this stuff because they need a boogeyman. They're trying to do everything that they can to just. They I I read I was read today that um one of the plans that Democrats have. Going forward for campaign mode because Biden wants everybody to be in campaign mode, right? He wants everybody being in in campaign mode, and he's saying that that somehow um, they have to look at everything as a choice between two paths. Uh, do you want uh, to you know do you want so they they can't because they can't focus on anything that Biden's done without saying oh my gosh he's ravaged the nation. So, they can't run on his record, so they have to figure out something else. So, it's a choice between two paths. Do you want to go with a bunch of racists? Or do you want to go? That's. But how is it different from anything that they've ever done going, you know, throughout all campaigns, especially as of late? It's not. Some of the reactions to this. Did you see Adam Kinzinger, who is not a Republican? Adam Kinzinger tweeted, quote, that. You have to be 21 years old to buy a pistol in this country. Can we all at least agree that we should raise the age to 21 for ARs as well? Shouldn't everyone have a background check? I think so. These are 90% issues. Do it now and keep debating the rest. Well, first off, New York doesn't allow assault weapons, quote unquote assault weapons. I'm going to use their unicorn BS term. And they have what he's calling for. They have. They have, uh, even though private sales, all of them are federally regulated, they have what they call the universal background checks, meaning further state registration. So everything that he's pushing here is entirely, completely debunked. And furthermore, when you are a young adult, when you're 18 years old, you can go and serve because you have, you're an American citizen, you have the rights pertaining to that of your citizenship. So if you're going to start stripping people of their natural rights, you're giving them I mean, this is like uh, only half half representation, half agency. So you're stripping people of agency as a penalty simply for their stage of development, even though they're considered in all legal, you know, contractual actions to be a full and legal adult. So there's no way that that would even work legally as one of as we saw with the California case. Adam Kinzinger is a moron, and and every time he speaks, we're all dumber for it as a human species. So they have a ban on the quote-unquote assault weapons. They have the universal background checks in New York. They have not, and which is not just the background check, it's also an additional state step. So, I mean, what is this? He has nothing except, he just puts out a few lies. He begs the question because he's presuming that his lie is truth and that you have to accept that, too, in order to even answer his question. I mean, this is just dumb. No wonder he's very close with Liz Cheney. This is the stuff they, the, these two, Dumb and Dumber, were doing over the weekend. And then you have Governor Kathy Holchel, who said that Twitch was an accomplice of the Buffalo supermarket massacreist because they allowed him to live stream the murder of 10 people. But Twitch was like, dude, we took that down in like two minutes. I hate it when politicians say someone so allowed them to do it when that's that's no, it's still a criminal act. There's no loophole. And they didn't allow him to do anything. He they enabled him because he he uh, did something illegal and streamed it. They didn't enable him. What are you saying that if Twitch hadn't been there, he wouldn't have done it. You dumb, dumb woman. These outlets have to be more vigilant, though. They took it down in less than two minutes, so fewer than two minutes. So that seems to be pretty quick. I mean, you know, you're sitting here talking about how Twitch was able to take down a live stream like this in fewer than two minutes. In the F- but the FBI and law enforcement in New York State that had already been tipped off to this dude who wanted to go shoot up a school couldn't go find this guy until after he murdered 10 people. Jeez. This is, it's, this is also so ridiculous. Now, into this, I have a couple of other things here for you. <sighs> Let's focus on Democrats for a moment. Because Joe Biden is going to be going to Buffalo. He didn't go to Waukesha. But he's going to go to Buffalo. Of course he is. You had a, a racially motivated attack in Waukesha. But... He didn't go to it. Didn't really say a lot about it. Oh, but he's really playing this up. After you had a black nationalist supporter, a BLM supporter, murder a bunch of people, including children, by driving his SUV through a Christmas parade, and that that driver who said, quote, Hitler was right, that's what Daryl Brooks, the guy, that murderer said. He said that online. Huge digital footprint, this guy. Saki said, well... The trip requ- requires a lot of assets, and so that's why Biden can't go. Requires a lot of assets. And so the, the left has spent all weekend desperately trying to get what happened in Buffalo to fit the narrative that they have been selling. You had Rolling Stone. Do you remember Rolling Stone, that magazine? They said that the Buffalo murderer was a mainstream Republican. This is the same magazine that took uh, this disgruntled, uh, spurned woman who was said that she had been raped by an entire fraternity in Virginia and Rolling Stone, without verifying the story or doing anything to that point, literally defamed an entire fraternity of dudes because they ran this girl's story. They protected her identity while blasting the names of these people who, as it came out, were totally innocent. And the story was that the woman who was making all these false claims, she liked one of the frat guys and they wouldn't give her time of day. So she made up a story about getting raped by them. And they got taken to court. The UVA. Mm-hmm. This is that same magazine that didn't do its due diligence and was excoriated in a court of law for, for, for that. Yeah, that's real Amber Heard energy right there. So they came out and said, oh, the Buffalo shooter was a mainstream Republican, even though he literally verbatim wrote that he hated Fox News and that he hated Christians and that he hated Jewish people and that he was, quote, deeply in communist theory. That's a literal lifted verbatim quote from his manifesto. People at Rolling Stone can't read. They're too busy trying to be edgy with power chords and synthesized music that's not even remotely close to as cool as New Wave was. So Biden's never visited Waukesha. And he didn't go to Brooklyn after you had another black nationalist. Frank Robert James went on a rampage and shot a bunch of people in the subway last month. Hmm. No word as to whether or not Biden's also going to go to Orange County, but he's going to go to Buffalo because he can exploit that. So I just just to really put this in perspective, you have an old desiccated white leftist, a guy who was totally and he's on record on video just really really zealously supporting segregation telling the news media that he on video that he did not want his kids to go to school in a quote racial jungle a guy who said so many racial comments in his history that it's insane that he's not canceled that just goes to show you how desperate democrats are because he's their only hope and you have, and, and a guy who gave the eulogy for the literal grand, what is it? The, what's their makeup? Their made up character? The grand wizard? The, was, is it a wizard? Like a magical thing? Or is it just like fantasy animals? I don't know. The grand whatever, dragon, cyclops, what's the horseman? What's the half horse, half dude, centaur, whatever, of the KKK? He gave that dude a eulogy at like what months after the dude dropped the n-word on the air on on air in an interview with nbc that's joe biden but he's gonna go and try to fan the flames of of race to further divide people he wants he wants to go and fear monger and gaslight he's literally going to go and try to gaslight minorities this this old white racist because out of any of the democrats who are well including bill clinton because he was a member of a whites only golf club until new york times busted him in the mid 90s which is insane that that's even a thing uh yeah he is biden is and nobody's talking about that craziness we've got more to come including oh man the wokery I, I got a lot, so we're going to take it bit by bit. We're going to get into that, too. The Wisconsin middle schoolers got who got charged with sexual harassment because they used the wrong pronouns. I feel sexually harassed because that story is so stupid. Can I fell suit? See, I would only want to go to law school and get a law degree just so I could just do nonsense suits and waste everybody's time like this, really. Have you heard of American Wagyu? No? Well, I'm here to tell you, it is some of the most sought after beef in the world, and I can get you two free pounds. So our new friends at Good Ranchers are giving you two pounds of their American Wagyu burgers for free with my code, Dana. So not only does Good Ranchers sell 100% American meat that is steakhouse quality, it is one of the best burgers on the market. And you'll find boxes like the Ranchers Classic, their best-selling combo of beef and chicken, or the new Prepper Kit. And with meat prices soaring, Good Ranchers will help you stock up. Have food security and save $25 on every box for life just with your subscription. So as long as you're subscribed, your price is not going to change. Two pounds of free Wagyu burgers and zero inflation. Yeah, this offer is not going to last long. So visit GoodRanchers.com Dana to get a box of amazing American meat and get two pounds of free American Wagyu burgers plus free shipping. That's GoodRanchers.com slash Dana. GoodRanchers.com slash Dana. Dana
2: Of all your favorite talk hosts, one of these is not like the others. The Dana Show.
4: And we have some of the toughest laws in America on the books here, but the guns are coming in from other states. Or the Enhanced Magazine, which is exactly what happened here, the high-capacity magazine that led to the slaughter of people in my hometown So we are dealing with it on the gun side, but also on the social media side. And the combination of the wild access to guns. Man, Kathy uh, Hochul wants
0: to blame everything under the sun but herself and people who are in charge of enforcing the laws that we have. Welcome back to the program, Dana Lash here. First off, that's just so stupid. The whole argument while they're coming from other states is so stupid. This dude was already known to law enforcement and had been investigated prior because he said he was going to go shoot up his school. He already said that they were looking at they were evaluating his mental fitness. And she's has the audacity to go out here and say, well, it's because of all of these other things. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe if you guys had been actually focusing on this dude instead of, you know, parents and we're speaking at school board meetings then you know, who knows? But New York has every law that they want. They have the New York Safe Act. They have assault weapons that are banned, quote unquote, assault weapons. It's a stupid term. They have restrictions on magazine capacity. That's the whole reason why this guy targeted where he targeted. He literally wrote it in his manifesto. And all these people that are, all of these stupid reporters, we have some of the dumbest members of the commentary at right and left. They get these people in front of them, and they don't know enough about the issue because they don't got a producer in their ear whispering it. And so they don't know what questions to ask because I would have been like, wasn't well, that why he targeted where he targeted? And as per his manifesto, gov, We've got a lot more on the way. Second hour of the program coming up. Stick with us. Folks, how much control do you really have over your finances? So, lately, we've seen an all out assault on freedoms and liberties by the government mask mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, everybody trying to limit whether or not you can even go to a grocery store or restaurant. And we've seen how quickly the government can infringe on your personal freedoms, and they do the same with your finances. This is why I believe in diversifying with gold. Gold is physical. Gold is tangible and gold is safe from government control and gives you true control over your wealth, control that isn't tied to government regulated financial markets. The folks at Legacy Precious Metals are the gold standard when it comes to investing in precious metals, and their team of experts can counsel you on the best options for you and your family. Take control of your financial situation and call Legacy Precious Metals at 866 580 2088. Or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com and download their free investor's guide. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com.
4: The CEOs of those companies need to be held accountable and assure all of us that they're taking every step humanly possible to be only monitoring this information. How these depraved ideas are fermenting on social media. It's spreading like a virus now. The white supremacy manifestos, the white supremacy concept of replacement theory, where they're concerned and now taking to the streets in places like Charlottesville and others, uh, motivated by this idea that that immigrants and Jews and blacks are going to replace whites. Who's
0: saying this? Because no one that I know is saying this. Only the left are. That's it. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lash here with you this Monday. That's Kathy Holchel, governor of New York. Who's, I don't know who's saying this. Who she's talking about. Me well, we got to shut the, so, the social media websites down. Man, she is just Lieutenant Karen here, isn't she? This because um, the Anybody who allows, allows Discussion on this Well you're, she's actually calling for censorship That's censorship Kathy Holchel's calling for censorship And again the whole replacement Theory thing Is It's just a, This is a weird argument It's a weird argument I know that they've been trying to say Like everybody is I, I don't know They're trying to say that it's like a, a I, I don't know They're a Republican thing? Here's CNN. Replacement conspiracies driving gunmen creep uh, into mainstream politics. Oh my gosh. It's refashioned by the GOP. Great replacement there. It's everywhere now. Everywhere. Do you guys know what it is? It's this. Theory apparently, that a French theory that states that they're that uh basically would I guess like white genocide or something like that I don't know yeah golly I thought again it's 2022 I thought we'd be talking about you know space travel and everything as opposed to this it's so this is all so dumb they say that basically pe- that that countries that have Um, I guess lax immigration policies or something to that effect that they it's about um, that it it displaces the white population or something to that effect I'm all I'm actually only care about who you vote for (laughs) I really I don't want conservatism to get displaced I only care about who you vote for I don't know who's promoting this. I've never seen anybody mainstream promoting this, ever. I'm just, it just really blows my mind. I've never seen it. Hold the CEOs of these companies accountable. Yeah, it is, and Kay makes a good point, because, what is it? Department of Homeland Security, they've been trying to act without oversight, and they say that they're the reason that they need to be able to act quickly without oversight is because white supremacy is the, is the greatest threat Domestically Right And so This is Propping that up This is They're, they, they're presenting something With they're, they're, they're presenting this narrative And now they're pre- trying to present a supporting Fact to it It's just wild So we have this and then apparently we're going back into Somalia Biden loves war. War, 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 war. Loves him some war. Did you guys, uh, this is the latest. The la- the- all this stuff going on, right? Formula inflation, etc. Anything to distract from his bad leadership. He's approved a plan to redeploy hundreds of ground forces into Somalia, reviving an open-ended U.S. counterterrorism operation. Big piece, right, from the New York Times today. And this, I have a couple of other things for him, including, give me a minute, uh, including ABC and AP. So he's reversing Trump's action on it. And we're going to be involved in, I guess, a forever conflict now. He he's signed the order to deploy troops to Somalia amid heightened concerns about their country's Islamic extremist rebels, al-Shabaab. Which, I'm not going to lie, totally sounds like a kebab. And they said the move is a reversal of Trump's decision. He removed almost all 700 special operations forces that had been there. Uh, This is after Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin requested the deployment to reestablish a persistent U.S. military presence in Somalia to enable a more effective fight against Al-Shabaab, which has increased in strength and poses a heightened threat. Et cetera, et cetera. So we're going to now be in a forever conflict forever it's a forever war furthermore i you can't you the the thing about this is that you can't um fight what is a ultimately a religious battle in the, the in this military way and i don't think that they realize enough that that's what this is because you have like for instance the islamic Conflict with Coptic Christians, who are the oldest of the faith in the world, <sighs> and of course Al Shabaab has ties to Al Qaeda. They've made some territorial gains against Somalia's federal government in recent months. So they were they reversed any kind of ground gained by the African Union peacekeepers. They had pushed the the militants into remote areas of the country. Why do you have just like all troops in? Why do you have to actually send a bunch of boots on the ground in? I mean, really, all these, I mean, the the people who have been fighting them, they just need, what, additional training and some, you know, a few other things. That's it. I don't understand why we're sending all these boots on the ground in. It is an intent, it's just a forever war. This, and I saw a thing about how uh, Biden. Had uh, intentionally abandoned all of these uh, thousands of Americans in Afghanistan and has been lying about it ever since. There have been people who've been reporting on emails that they sent that they were sent from the State Department. How they do oh, We'll put you on a charter flight. You couldn't. You saw the disastrous handling with Afghanistan. We've seen. We've seen it was so. Well, and but we're gonna. The Democrats are gonna be okay with this. This reminds me. Bring cut. Uh, Steinie Hoyer had some remarks over the weekend. Let me play. This is audio seven by twenty. Listen to this. This is Demo- a senior Democrat leader, Steiny Hoyer. Listen.
5: I don't know how the gentleman rationalizes his comments about Biden constricting petroleum production when the permits issued are three times, or said a different way, in one year, three times the number of permits that Mr. Trump issued in the first three years of his term. Uh, so uh, I, w- I wish we'd get off this and really focus on the, on the enemy. I know there's a lot of politics here, uh, but we're at war. Wait, what? We need to produce energy. Well, What?
0: We're not at war. We're, at war. we're not at war. There's been no declaration of war. There's been no congressional steps taken to even do such. You want to talk about big military? There you go. Stiney Hoyer. Well, we're at war. We're not at war, though. We're not at war. We're not in a war. Stiney Hoyer. <sighs> you know the people who said... I, I was looking at this. Yeah, those all can exist, but not big oil, as Kane notes. The people who are approving Biden sending 1,000 troops to Somalia... The. These are the same people on the left that had said that, well, the administration doesn't really have an end game in Afghanistan, and so we should bring uh, those troops home. Uh, That's because to keep people there, it's just going to be a waste. But Somalia. Going to Somalia. Trump's position was way more logical than Biden's position. Afghanistan wasn't worth it, but let's go to Somalia. Right? That was what the left has always said. Oh, no, we got to no, know Afghanistan. Can't get into Afghanistan. It's not where we got to bring our troops home so we can send them to Afghanistan. Trump's position was get out of everywhere. I mean, that's I it, it's there. I don't know why. Let me put it to you a different way. Why is Somalia worth more American blood than Afghanistan? And I don't think Afghanistan is, but I'm just curious because Democrats are now saying that, oh, we got to get into Somalia. Yes, this is a great move by Biden. OK, well, why? If, if Afghanistan wasn't worth it, then why is Somalia? I, I'm just I'm just shocked by this and people who are supporting it. It's just this is just bizarre. Makes no sense like most of the stuff in this administration. The Biden administration is steering $5 billion to cities and localities, according to the AP, to address traffic deaths. You know that this is the brainchild of Transportation Secretary new mom Pete Buttigieg. He wants to spur plans to slow down cars create bypass and wider sidewalks and nudge commuters to public transit I mean we have all this stuff going on in the world we have formula shortages and we're in, have inflation and supply chain backups and I mean I've been good heavens I bought a new computer and I've been waiting for six months for it I know uh, we, all of this but what is secretary the transportation secretary who is MIA by the way when at uh, when all of this this crisis began hitting the news all of the the crisis about the uh, backed up ports etc cetera, etc cetera, he was out on uh, maternity leave for like 5000 months remember so now he wants 5 billion for cities for safety because you know traffic fatalities and he says oh we're looking at uh you know and it's and he says that uh Traffic is racist because deaths are disproportionately higher among non-white people, cane, and lower-income people. So it's classist and racist, the traffic. So if you don't want to spend billions of dollars on footpaths and bike paths... By the way, if you're spending money to create tr- paths for people in high traffic speeding areas, aren't you just going to create, like, more opportunities for fatal accidents by having pedest- more pedestrian activity. There's just some some roadways that are not suitable for the kind of bougie stuff that Mayor Poot wants to do here. Like in some of the parts of that, like in part of Missouri where I grew up in, there's no way you could be having the bike paths and all that stuff and footpaths and all that. People are crazy. This is what he's focusing on, though. This These things here. We're going to talk more about this. Also, so coming up, a few things. Uh, I got Wokery for you. We also have some of the latest with when it comes to economy, because we are uh, we have uh, we're in apparently a diesel crisis, diesel fuel. And if you think that the gas prices are bad now, wait until refiner shift to produce more diesel to address those shortfalls. We're going to discuss this and more. You don't want to miss it. Almost every day we hear about another major corporation that's gone woke tormenting their employees with progressive propaganda and funding organizations that seem to hate the country and values and free speech and rights and the Constitution. So this is why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. So you get the same great service. Plus, you get the peace of mind that your money is supporting free speech life, and liberty. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations that fight for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veterans, and first responder heroes. Visit PatriotMobile.com Dana or call 972 Patriot. Get free activation with offer code Dana. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make that switch today. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com Slash Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972 Patriot today.
1: And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
0: All right, so uh this apparently cells that are infected with coronavirus can explode. Did you hear about this? It's a landmark discovery that could lead to radical new ways to tackle the virus. They said the reaction, it's a cell death known as pyroptosis. It's linked to inflammation. They say that it's thought to occur in about 8 out of 10 patients hospitalized with coronavirus. And it may explain how the virus actually causes such serious damage to lungs and other organs. They said when the immune system tries to expel it, that it can release dangerous particles. That's good. That's crazy. Good heavens. Now, Bill Malugin has been doing a really good job uh, south of the border reporting on the insanity that's been taking place as the crossings increase. And we're not even into, you know, beginning of really summer yet. Uh, In an unprecedented agreement, he says, last night, Texas is going to provide the Mexican uh, one of the Mexican states actually I think it's a couple now with razor wire to deploy in Mexico for border security. They said that these authorities from Mexico are coming to Eagle Pass to be trained by uh, the uh, Texas military department and receive the wire. That's that's pretty they're making uh, plans with the federales and they said it involves transferring that C wire to them. You know this is something our government should our federal government should be doing not just the republic of texas but i digress finland moves to join nato despite russian saber rattling and warnings they're saying they apparently in response they've been removing some of their nukes uh or uh, some of their stockpile to uh closer to like finland and norway because they're they're brats they said it's the kremlin's enraged uh, the president and prime minister made the announcement during a news conference in Helsinki. The long neutral nation shares an 830-mile border with Russia, and it's... They're nervous, understandably. You know, if Russia was didn't want this to happen, then maybe they should have started invading all these other countries, right? Because now they're talking about going after Moldova, even. So Finland says, yes, they want to maximize their country's security. They are running, not walking, to try to join NATO. Hmm. And a trial opens for the Clinton campaign lawyer accused of lying to the FBI in an attempt to create this ridiculous debunked Russia uh, Russia Trump hoax, this whole thing. Uh, Special Counsel Bill Durham uh, has uh, alleges this is the Michael Sussman case. He says Sussman lied when he told the FBI that he was not working on behalf of the client, said John Durham. He was not acting on behalf of the client when pitching Russian collusion, except that he was. I mean, they have a number of receipts on this. He he says, yes, he absolutely was. Sussman was lying in 2016 when he told the FBI that he was not working on behalf of of his client while feeding the DOJ this stuff. Yeah. Stick with us. We got more in store. As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Hard Shoes has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now, for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com, danasbeats.com.
2: Red meat, black coffee, truth telling, The Dana Show.
0: Um, and on the, uh, but I would also note that we also think it's morally the right thing to do. Uh, you know, this is the difference from the last administration? It is the law, but we believe that when children and babies or babies, I should say, are crossing the border with a family member, that providing them formula formula is morally right. And so we certainly support the implementation. of Yes. Yeah, so they just starve everybody else's babies though. Screw your babies. Damn those babies. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lashier. This is dumb. This is so stupid. I can't even believe this is a thing. This is crazy. Can't bring anything in from the EU. No no European formula. And don't, moms, you're too stupid to make food for your baby. You're too dumb to learn about, you know, about evaporated milk and Karo syrup and all of that stuff. You know, the things that human babies ate for like ever before formula was invented. But okay, you're just too stupid. And your baby's probably super, all babies probably have like reactions I mean, this is like the general terms that are being used to talk about this stuff. I, this is silly. It's silly. This is, listen to this. Listen to audio. This is uh, Joe Biden. I can't even believe this. Audio 7 by 12. Listen to this.
5: Should you have taken those steps sooner before parents got to these shelves and, and couldn't find formula? If we'd been better mind readers, I guess we could have. But we moved as quickly as
1: the problem became apparent to us. And... We have to move with caution as
5: well as speed.
0: Wow. If, uh, if we you know, I guess we had been better mind readers. Really? Because the problem with this is that we knew about it this whole time. This has been a problem for a while. And you're telling me that, well, we had to be mind readers. That's, that's the whole point. We couldn't have anticipated anything. We didn't know. That there was the there were that there were these restrictions already. Didn't know any of this. The FDA has been making it hard for for parents for a long time now. They've been making it difficult for parents for some time. I mean this this uh, the FDA burdens their refusal because you. Uh, any formula that that comes into the United States, it has to be from a manufacturer that is registered with the FDA, and so a lot of European formulas, uh, Customs and Border seizes them, so you can't actually ship them in. They seize them, so, uh, and they're not unsafe, despite what everyone in the media wants to tell parents. Because I feel like they're trying to make the situation worse on purpose. It's they're they're not unsafe. We were talking about some of these brands, uh, what, what was it, last week? I mean, we're in the middle of an emergency shortage, and there are solutions that the FDA absolutely should implement. And not cracking down on European formulas is one of them. I mean, it's just, it's just wild, all the stuff that you have to go through to do it. If you, there, there are people, parents all over Facebook that talked about having their formula taken by customs and destroyed. Somebody ordered like one parent shared their notification from U.S. agriculture and that said that uh, they had ordered 20 boxes of the whole goat milk stage two and that customs took all of it and destroyed it and sent sent them this notice saying that they did. Just the FDA is obsessed with labeling, not so much about nutrients, just the labeling process itself. So for Biden to sit here and say that, well, you know, I guess that's just an, that's a flippant, asinine, rude comment. That's a jerk comment. Oh, if we had just been mind readers, we didn't have to be a mind readers. You just had to be a sentient person with a functioning brain to be able to understand that this is that this is a major problem. Audio some by 13. He's like, I'm not going to answer anything. I'm not going to I'll answer questions. All of a sudden it's a, it's in the newspaper. All of a sudden it's a crisis. Listen to this. It's just so flippant.
1: A lot of parents are watching about baby formula. If you have a message to those parents that you can share while they're listening. Well, uh, three questions. I'll answer the baby formula question because all of a sudden it's on the front page of every newspaper. And it's important that I be responded to.
0: Oh, for the love. Yeah, all of a sudden it is. Actually, it's been in the newspaper for a little bit now. Uh, President Biden
3: has directed the administration to work urgently to ensure that infant formula is safe and available for families across the country during the Abbott nutrition voluntary
0: recall. This has been this is work that's been underway for months. So wait a minute. Mind reader or not? Yeah, months. Mind reader or not? It just hit the newspapers. It just hit the newspapers. It's just, just, um... I mean, that's the kind of the attitude that you have if you don't really care. You know what I mean? I want to get into some wokery here. <laughs> this is crazy. Some of these stories that I have for you today. Let me pull this up. So, one of these stories happens has to do with this Wisconsin middle school student who was uh, got in trouble for the dumbest reason ever. Actually, three of them in Wisconsin middle school. Three boys were charged with sexual, sexual harassment because they used the wrong pronouns. Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. It's the Keele Area School District. And they said that they were charged with sexual harassment, harassment because they called a classmate the incorrect pronouns. The complaint in March began after the boys used a biologically correct pronoun when speaking about a classmate rather than using they, them, the pronouns the student wanted. And then Rosemary Rabideau, a parent of one of the boys, told the local media that she received a phone call from the principal over at the elementary school for warning her that she was going to receive an email with the sexual harassment allegation against her son. She said, I went into shock. I was thinking sexual harassment. That's like rape, inappropriate touching. She's like, what has my son done? The principal said that her son did not use the proper pronouns and the mom said she thought it was a joke. Uh, and, And the... That, that she thought it was an absolute joke. Using the biologically correct pronouns does not constitute a sexual harassment under Title IX. It's protected by the First Amendment. And so they said that the school pro- d- d- prohibits all forms of bullying and harassment. I think it's bullying and harassment to harass people into changing the scientific perceptions that they were correctly raised with and adopt your fantasy pronouns. That's harassment and bullying. If you want to have the real talk on it, that's what, that's what harassment is. And the, they said the school district's position is that as soon as a student announces new pronouns, any subsequent mispronouning, which is not even a real thing, is classified as punishable, sex, sexual harassment, in violation for Title IX, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my gosh. You can't force minor. You can't force kids into, into speaking like this. But this is what the school did. This it's Keele Area School District. The district superintendent is Brad Ebert. Wow. So they get, they get in trouble and they're going to have a record because they use the correct pronoun. I didn't even know if the student is a that they were accused of mispronouning is a girl or a boy. I don't know. But that these three boys now, all they did was use the correct pronoun. That was it. Yeah, most kids are like in middle. Well, I mean, in, in junior high. I mean, you, you know, middle school. You know, but this is this is so stupid. It's bullying to demand that these students alter their reality to accommodate yours, your fantasy, and that's what this is. People can get upset over this simple truth all damn day. I don't care if you want to call yourself by whatever pronoun you want to, but I'm not because I like to follow science. If you don't like to follow science, then That's you. You can do whatever you want, but I I don't go along with it. Your freedom does not include forcing other people to role play with you. We all don't have to cosplay, okay? It's not where we are. This is not a big Comic Con, all right? We're not doing this. I, man, these poor, and now the parents have to deal with this. Now they're going to have to hire legal representation. Now, In other wokery, there was a Reuters data scientist who posted data internally that ran counter to a narrative about the rate of police shootings of black suspects versus whites, and he was fired. (sighs) Zach Kriegman. He was at Thomson Reuters for six years, six plus years. He was director of data scientists. And so he advised other divisions within the company. He had noticed changes during a lot of publications of articles that detailed white privilege on their internal collaboration platform and then BLM rights broke out and there was a lot of the support on that platform about of BLM without any anyone was nobody was questioning the narrative right I mean I had my own pastor of my church who actually came out and spouted the lie about which is why I haven't been attending church regularly in all honesty because we're looking for another one, and I was just really disappointed that I had someone who was supposed to be a shepherd up there actually spitting lies about uh, police-involved shootings and black versus white. You know, if it's, if it's important enough for you to take it before the con- congregation, it's important enough for you to make sure that you're correct and you're not just buying into talking points, pastor. So I'm going to tell you sidebar to that. That's the kind of wokeery that's going to run people out of church now with that this guy had a lot of questions about it and so he began doing legitimate academic research on blm and he came to this conclusion that everything that they were saying about it the entire the whole movement was predicated upon the premise that police more readily and easily shoot black people than white people. And he said it was false. And we've talked about this before. The data, this nowhere, the data has never supported this. Now, we know this. We've seen the data. But this was Thomson Reuters, which is a media entity. And they were actually looking into this and, and studying this. And internally, that was not, he said that the data was unequivocal. And it showed that, if anything, police were less likely to use lethal force against black suspects and so he looked at he because the washington post had written a piece on this and so he was sharing this internally because he said that you know you're writing these stories based on that premise and it's incorrect and so when he shared his findings findings on the collaboration platform uh, he just was attacked by his coworkers, and they just name called him and then the next thing he knew without any kind of explanation or resolution, he um, he, was, he was fired. What? Promptly fired. Because he did not go along with the lie. He didn't go along with the narrative. Pretty wild. So he was fired. Media. This is what our media does. Man, at a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And Orwell was correct. We have more to come. We have uh, Florida Man on the way, too. You don't want to miss. Apparently, we had a busy weekend for Florida.
5: Project Veritas founder and CEO James O'Keefe joins me to discuss the new FBI whistleblower exposing the government's targeting of journalists it considers political opponents. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, O'Keefe also describes the horrifying FBI raid he endured. And I'll share my very personal thoughts on the truly disturbing abortion protests I witnessed this week. Don't miss it. Follow The Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts
2: the dana show sponsored by 30 years of game-changing caltech innovation like the p50 a new breed of pistol innovation performance caltech it's his life mission to make bad decisions it's time for florida man
0: i'm trying to figure out what the hell this story is and i'm about to share with you it's from the smoking gun and it has to do with a urine and a chicken <laughs> don't even know, man. This is, I read it. <sighs> anger that a neighbor's chicken had been defecating on her back patio, a family or a Florida woman allegedly retrieved this is so disgusting a bucket of urine from her bathroom. I don't even know how someone obtains that and proceeded to douse the bird's owner with it, according to the arrest report. Police busted. 57-year-old Christine Terman on a misdemeanor battery charge. It was at the Palm Haven mobile home park in St. Petersburg. Cops say Terman was mad at Lawrence Stenzel because of his chicken. So she got a bucket of urine from her bathroom, apparently just went out and was able to get it, which is disgusting. He said the bucket struck him in the face, caused him pain. The victim was wet and smelled of urine when police arrived, they noted in their report. They do not indicate why in the world she had a bucket of urine in the first place. At the ready. Like, who does that? Who has that just, like, in their house? So she's... She posted 500 bonds, so she's already out. And the boyfriend, apparently, was also arrested because he threatened Stenzel in the presence of police. I just... The bigger mystery here is how... And why someone has a bucket of urine just there? How does that even happen? Oh, boy. Now, uh, speaking of of buckets, a Florida woman was charged with fleeing and eluding police, and she said the arrest was on her bucket list. A real story. Uh, This woman, deputy spotted her vehicle. She was driving recklessly, a 19-year-old Florida woman. She fled from law enforcement in the Keys on Thursday The deputy who caught her said getting arrested... She said getting arrested was on her bucket list. Janiah Douglas. She was charged with fleeing and eluding. Goodness. And she said it was on her bucket list since high school. Just what is wrong with people? There's other things that you can, you know... I think you need, like, bigger goals. We got a story from The Villages. You know what that means.
5: The Villages.
0: A man who stole and took wild rides in a fire truck and a community watch vehicle in the villages says that he's not a flight risk 32 year old jesse webb pleaded with the judge to set an affordable bond so he can be released from custody kind of not the point of bond he said that he's not a flight risk he's got stable housing he's a resident of central florida and has ties to the community so his record includes previously holding a woman at knife point for several hours on new year's day on the historic side of the villages i gotta stop here there's a historic side. Apparently, She broke freeway into a gas station, pled for help. And he was, uh, he was, had a, when he was arrested, he had a bloody knife attached to his belt. So he totally did it. Uh, and then he had stolen emergency vehicles and ditched it before. He just, he had stolen a bucket truck. He's, st- that's so good. We get a theme today, uh, golf cart, all kinds of stuff. And activated the lights on all of them. He ran the village's community watch car into a building. total I mean, that's pretty amazing. Uh, what I'm just looking at here, he he took like, jackknifed this 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 car. This this like I guess it's a police car from the villages. That's crazy. I've never seen that bad. That's pretty bad. Anyway, so this guy, yeah, he is totally in- he got in trouble. I got it. I got it. so like, what did people do over the weekend? Uh, let's see, there's a, uh, a one woman who is described as all methed up. She was arrested driving with hazards on and 28 used syringes of liquid meth. Her blowout's great, though, and her mugshot. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Stay with us.
3: I often note and have talked with many of you um, about our shared belief that our world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action.
0: Such as maps, such as... Welcome back to the show. That was our Vice President of the United States speaking about how she's going to work together to work on the things that we're working on as we're continuing to work on them together. Yeah, that's <laughs> her speechwriter, man. Welcome welcome back to the show. Dana Lashier, sign up for my newsletter chapter and verse over at Substack. For real though, um, did she, it almost sounded like she was stumbling a little bit, but not really. So you got the vice president, Ms. vice president of well-spokenness, okay? And then you got mayor, uh, secretary, new dad, chest feeder, Poot judge. Don't get on to me about his name, okay? I say it the way that Larry O'Donnell says it on MSNBC. I think he forgets sometimes that he's on MSNBC and he thinks he's on the stage at the Globe Theater reenacting Hamlet or something. Because his delivery is so grandiose and over the top. But that's how Larry O'Donnell says it. It's Poot Beat a Judge. So that's, you know, we all know he's our moral betters. So that's what I'm going with, right? There you go. I, um, this, the, we're, you have that as the vice president, and then you have Secretary Mayor Poot, who, now, apparently, we're all going to, we're spending $5 billion on bike paths, right? What else? Bike paths and speed cameras. He, I you can tell he's real excited about this because he worked on it. This is what he was doing while you're like waiting for it, while your babies are starving. Except they're sending a whole bunch of stuff at the border because Jensaki says, well, yeah, because th- they should have it. And meanwhile, you know, screw your babies. Uh... Second like Michael Jordan meme, blank them kids. That's what you gotta go, dude. You knew at some point it was gonna come into play. Here it is. He has announced a new initiative, and it's called the Safe Streets and Roads for All. And so they're gonna have the the yeah bicycle. I kind of think we need fewer bicyclists. No offense, but some of them are bad. Okay, sidebar. So this is one bicyclist. I've seen her a couple times, she's an older woman. And I purposely, I think she actually purposely gets out to screw up traffic. She'll be on a two lane road during rush hour. Rush hour, evening rush hour. Holding up everybody. Holding up everybody. And then she'll go through a roundabout. On a bike, little bicycle, goes through a roundabout. And everybody like stuck, because they can't, they're like, oh, bicycles. And she doesn't use her turns, like she doesn't give her hand signals as to where she's turning. I saw an accident one time. I've seen her, I've been behind her once, and I've seen her. She will not get over. Even when there's a sidewalk, she will not get on the sidewalk. She is in the middle of the road. She doesn't even ride to the side of the road where you could pass her. I, one time, actually, my I had um, when I went to go pick up my son at school, He was so aggravated. He took a picture of her. He's like, I've no. That was when we were behind her. He's like, I can't even. I can't believe this. He was in the. She was in the middle of the road. Couldn't even get behind her. We have bike paths and all that stupid stuff here. Okay, so don't even with me. We got all that stuff. She thinks she's a car. She identifies as a car. I identify as a bumper car. Interestingly enough, so. But I'm just saying, so I've had some bad experiences. Like I don't mind the people who use their hand signals and like get over enough if there isn't a sidewalk so that you can pass like a normal person. Right. I don't begrudge you that. But I've had more bad experiences than not. I was behind somebody at a a light and they had the green turn arrow to turn. And there was a uh, you don't and when they have the green turn arrow, you don't cross you won't you get to cross when you yield. You know what I mean? And this bicyclist um, had been in the road and then got up on the sidewalk and there was a car in front of him. And I was close enough that I did have to hit my brakes and the guy turned and the bicyclist thought he was going to keep going. The bicyclist had to stop and the guy was going so slow that the bicyclist had time to stop the bike and then just like hit the guy's car with his hand. He, like, put, hit it with his hand. And the car stopped because they didn't know what was going on. And then the guy started screaming at him. And I'm like, are you s- really right now? With the, Really? You totally did not even have right away bike. That's what I'm talking about. It's just ridiculous. Can't deal. So. <sighs> I just. Bike paths. Of course he would. Remember when he fake biked? When he knew the press was going to. Oh, man. Hold up. Hold up. I have this. When, uh. He got, he got on a bicycle and then got back into an SUV because he wanted to, he staged a bike ride. So he had this phony, New York Post had the story, actually a ton of people did. And, and everyone kept trying to fact check it but they were like, no, he, he, don't, he didn't fake it, he actually did ride the bike for a little bit. That was their actual defense. So, he was mocked because there was a video showing his staffers, he couldn't even load his own bike. They had it in an SUV and they unloaded his bike so he could ride to an April 1st cabinet meeting. So he could, so all the 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 press people could take photos of him. And then they had two SUVs follow him. So he he's pedaling to the meeting. And, I mean, there's all, I mean, I'm watching video. It's the craziest thing I think I've ever seen. He's, he, they unpacked it for him. And then he gets on it. He gets his little helmet on. They're helping him with it. It was like watching moms help their kids on a bike with training wheels. And he gets on it. And he's, is your little light working? Yeah, it's working. Okay. And I I swear one of them adjusted his helmet strap. And they're like, is everything okay? Yeah, it's all good. Okay. And they're going to pedal off to your meeting. And they all got back in their SUVs. They all got back in their SUVs and they and so he's pedaling like he just came pedaling for work, right? He pedaled the whole way home from the from his house. It was a total stunt. It was a complete stunt and he does this all the time. So he like they and he, he wanted to say that he rode in on his bike to that cabinet meeting and then, guess what? He didn't even, he didn't ride his, back at, his bike back after. He rode it, met him again, and they put it in the SUVs. Oh, my gosh. He's not even a real bicyclist. It's the, and then they followed him. The two SUVs followed him. Look, guys, he's saving the planet because he's not sitting in the SUV with the other guys in the two SUVs. He's saving the planet. That one guy riding his bike saved the world. I just think it's hysterical that they had to get it out of the SUV for him. There's nothing real. It's goofy. I mean, at least look, I'm going to give Barack Obama this. Can't even believe I'm saying this. But when he rode a bike, at least he rode the bike like to the White House and back. He didn't have somebody drop it off out of an SUV. He at least knew not to do a cheesy stunt, except the time that he put he shut down all the nation's parks. Remember that the parks were closed because the government shut down. So you can't go look at nature. This is all so dumb. So anyway, this is what we're spending money on. Oh, your baby's hungry? Tough. You know, if you want to get your baby formula, you're going to have to go down to the border and then pretend to cross over illegally so you can get at some of that formula that formula that they have. Because they have it in, like two different warehouses down there. Did you know that? It's two, not one. There's two different warehouses. I've had so many people telling me stuff about this. They're like, oh yeah, there was... It is it, it, very serious. They, they have two warehouses now. And that's where, jeez, this is what uh, our guy's doing. The, our transportation secretary, any Christmas. I, man, I'm telling you what. And then you have, did you see Lori Lightfoot over the weekend? Uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. So she went on this. um, She went and she took a picture of herself. Re- I'm going to pull this up. Reading. Uh, at a uh, "To Kill a Mockingbird" at a Texas library. Did you see that? She was at a. She tweeted a picture of herself reading "To Kill a Mockingbird," and she tweeted out in Texas, "Reading any damn book I choose, no banning of books or thought ever." The leftist wanted to. She's literally holding a book that the that the left wanted to ban. The left wanted to ban To Kill a Mockingbird. They had this whole thing about it. They were the ones who wanted to ban it. In fact, it's the entirety of the left. They went after Dr. Seuss, To Kill a Mockingbird, Mark Twain. So she's reading. It looks like the books aren't banned if she's sitting in the library reading them, Kane. And then she was uh going after she's sitting I mean that's what she did while everybody got shot up, I guess, in her uh
1: She's sitting next town. to a sign that says caution, banned books.
0: If they were banned, she wouldn't even be able to be reading them, right? right? I I don't get this woman. I don't get her jacket either. Jiminy. But she had said that. ...that she's going to protect her residents from the MAGA crowd. I don't know. It seems like they need to be protected from the repeat offenders. Fourteen or hundred of them or so that are carrying out over 86% of the city's crime. That's what seems like needs to be done. Huh. Can you... This is... Jeez. Yeah, it's not banned if you're reading it. It it's probably means it's not banned. So that doesn't... Now, the president of the Women's March... They are promising a summer of rage, guys. The Women's March. They said it's going to be a summer of rage. (laughs) Sounds like a normal day for them. Really. They're planning uh, upwards of 400 bands off our bodies demonstrations. They did it for the... They were on the weekend. They're going to have more coming up. They said it's going to be a summer of rage if Roe v. Wade is, is overturned. And... I just feel like that maybe that's not, that's not the word choice that they should use at all. And I don't think that it's actually going to change anybody's mind either. Really. If they (sighs) over abortions, goodness. Now at Yale, I know I got to, I'm trying to get into, I want to make sure you get all the stuff. I may have to come back to this one. So in Yale, students are promising rage too. They said that they're promising unrelenting daily confrontation. After the row leak, and they're calling for ostracizing conservative classmates. We're going to talk about this coming up. I've I've been I've been to Yale. They were very well. The conservatives that I met were very nice. Uh, some the other ones were very
5: odd with me, but. It was interesting. Project Veritas founder and CEO James O'Keefe joins me to discuss the new FBI whistleblower exposing the government's targeting of journalists it considers political opponents. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, O'Keefe also describes the horrifying FBI raid he endured. And I'll share my very personal thoughts on the truly disturbing abortion protests I witnessed this week. Don't miss it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech.
5: So
0: apparently, avoiding social media just for one week significantly boosts your well-being and cuts depression. It's a new study coming out of the UK saying that it actually helps people's well-being, lowers their levels of anxiety and depression. Yes, because... Uh, It's miserable. Uh, The team from University of Bath found that social media users, people spend up to sometimes nine hours on their favorite platforms in a single week. Who does this? Who are these people? Who is doing this? They said when you detox it, um, that, I mean, obviously, it's hard to stay offline, but it's, it's, it's especially when your work kind of makes you have to be on it, but it's super healthy to do so. I can't believe that that's a study. Uh, there's a U.S. pilot shortage, and then now it's forcing airlines to cut flights, and they're scrambling for solutions. It's severe. It's described as a severe pilot shortage. The pandemic exacerbated it. It slowed down hiring, training, uh, created a wave of early retirements. A friend of mine uh, has a parent who's a pilot, and they were saying that during lockdown, they pilots weren't. Need. The other thing is not so much like training, but the pilots that they already had were not able to have so many x hours. You know, so many hours per month that they're supposed to have to fly, um, and otherwise they're grounded, and that that's uh, it's an ongoing process, and that really played into it as well. See, lockdown affected absolutely everything. There's a giant sinkhole in China, and it has its own forest. That's kind of neat, except no one's gonna see it because it's in the communist country of China, and they hate everybody. So they said it's apparently deep enough at 600, 630 feet to just swallow the gateway arch. Has its own little force and everything. Giant sea coal. This is the most important study that we have ever seen ever. Eating chocolate slashes your risk of dying young by 12%. This is the most important study that has ever been done. Guys, fans who eat the equivalent of two dairy milk bars, looking at you, Juan two dairy milk bars milk chocolate you're probably gonna live longer just saying no i know right because everyone's like oh but dark chocolate dark chocolate they said that now i don't know what this is and i this feels like a made-up word but scientists say compounds in cocoa known as flavonoids looking at cane for reaction have you heard of that flavonoids boost the health of blood vessels and they say that they can lower bad cholesterol and blood pressure, and apparently devotees t- tend to be slimmer and more active. Well, I always felt slimmer when I ate just a, you know, butt-ton of chocolate. I always felt slimmer. So, Juan abolish and Steve, if you guys don't size. want to die young, eat chocolate. Abolish fun size. See, abolish fun size. You know, whoever can make me that promise also, I will consider. Support. Political support. Just saying. That's like, that is the most important study that I've ever shared with you on this program. Ever. Stick with us because a tech pioneer warns us that aliens might invade. And I'm totally okay with that. And we have a whole bunch of other stuff. Wokery and the economy.
2: Want a behind the scenes look at The Dana Show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com.
4: And listen, if you are an advertiser, advertising on that station, you are part of the problem. If you sit on the board and are trying to be a civilized person, Paul Ryan, my friend, I'm talking to you, you are part of the problem. If you're a Republican donor tweeting about how bad you feel about this, but you're donating to people like Alyssa Stefanik, you are part of the problem. If you are a staffer working for them, you are part of the problem. If you are voting for them, you are part of the problem. I'll tell you what great replacement Theory should be. We should replace all these people peddling hate and making financial and political gain from spreading racism. We should replace them with people who hold up American values. This is
0: Anna Navarro, who I don't join talk enjoy talking about because I think she's irrelevant. Uh but it's still funny nonetheless because I remember when she tried so hard to get a job at Fox. Welcome back to the show, Dana Lash here. I've noticed that the people who are on some of these other networks that are that the only like like she and others the only reason that they maintained any kind of relevancy after like really even before and after Trump is that they would go and they would have an R after their name and then they would badmouth their own not even just their own party but their the policies that they said that they support by way of having an R after their name it's just weird and she used to be on Fox all the time but she never got hired and I don't know why it's like some people try to break their necks to get like a Contributorship deal or whatever and she was one who like what like she wanted as like wanted a host there was all You know, there's all kinds of discussion that goes on back channel. I hear everything Um, This is why I like staying in Texas because I can't see the drama and I guess she never got hired on there So she's just like really bitter and mad about it kind of like how David Brock never like had his book his last book celebrated By the right when he was on the right and so he left the right in the 90s and went on the left because he got so mad. He viewed it as a betrayal. I mean, I see other people that have um, programming and that on other cable news networks that I know for a fact tried so hard to get hired at Fox. I know for a fact they did. And it never happened. And so then they got like all mad and decide to, you know, I just think it's funny, especially when, you know, you're in this industry and you've known these people for as long as I have. And I know what happens behind the scenes. They see it. So it's just so funny to me. Um, But what she's saying here, the only time that I've ever heard like the hate and the divisiveness has been from her. Like she like has to ratchet it up every time because that's how otherwise nobody would be cutting clips of her. That's it. That none of her stuff would ever be online. nobody would care. She would just be you know a, a leftist masquerading as a Republican. And the, and the reason she doesn't come out as a, as a Democrat is because that there are so many other Democrats that say the exact same thing that she says that are all over NBC and MSNBC and CNN, et cetera, et cetera. So she has to try to distinguish herself with this disingenuous Republican annotation that actually doesn't she's not a Republican. I mean I don't think she voted I think she voted for Biden. But if she drops that identification, then she ceases to be relevant because she's only useful as a cudgel. And I think that's kind of sad. Like when your your punditry or your commentary has never been sharp enough to just get included because of that alone. And that the only way that you can find yourself getting airtime is to be useful for the other side in that manner. That's actually more sad than it is funny. It really is. I see this with so many of these people. Yeah, it is. It's just ridiculous. So Liz Cheney, this is starting to get more and more, and we're going to talk about UFOs, uh, because I told you she came out with this thing, this tweet where she was going after the uh, right, saying that it was all Republicans that are something or whatever uh, of white supremacy, etc., etc. And she's, again, she's another one of these individuals. She's totally going after her own side. I saw CBS and I saw a piece from the Hill. And they are loving being able to use her. I just, this is so sad because it wasn't that at all. I don't know what she's, I don't know what these people are, are, are saying is the, is what's, I don't get it. What is the whole like, um, what is the white supremacy and nationalism they're talking about? What, are, what do they mean when the GOP House leadership enabled this? She's mad and she's going after House leadership because she wants to lead the House. So I've talked about it before, but and I've written about it before. But she the reason Liz Cheney hates Kevin McCarthy is because Liz Cheney wanted to be House speaker. And way back, you know, before all before she got made some really stupid decisions, I think she really had a chance at doing that. But now there's no way. And so I think this is just. She's. This is just the last gasp of rage from her and some others. But she uh, wants to be House Speaker, and that's why she hates Kevin McCarthy. So she'll say whatever about Kevin McCarthy uh, because she wants that job. And now she's not going to get it because I don't see her winning re-election after this. Her own state doesn't even want her. They don't want her at all. Biden's visiting Buffalo. He's uh, going to go tomorrow to meet with the families of the victims. He never went to Waukesha, but he's going to Buffalo tomorrow. So you're going to see a lot of coverage of that. And I'm curious as to how much discussion you're going to hear about race and gun control, particularly when this 18 year old was a known wolf to law enforcement, had been previously investigated, not just for criminal activity, but also for his mental health after he threatened to shoot up his school prior and. Uh, was known to, you know, was able to... He he shouldn't have even been able... Like, the quote-unquote assault weapons, which is a stupid made-up term, they're banned in New York. They have restrictions on magazine capacity. So they have all the gun laws that, that all of these people would have wanted, and apparently none of them came into effect to stop any of this. Now, is he a racist? Yeah, it, I will say that it's just weird when you go and you look at his manifesto, because I I did read it, so i know what I was talking about. Um, but if you if you can like if you don't have to then i wouldn't but he literally says that he is uh deeply involved in uh the communist in, in communism uh an adherent of it he hates christians he hates jewish people uh, he is a considers himself an environmentalist he is a total leftist a total racist leftist and i I, I just think that if someone who – I reject the idea that anyone who is truly conservative of individual liberty, and that's where the conservative phrase comes in, conservative of individual liberty and uh, an opposition of expansive government, someone who is legitimately against, like, big government and, you know, the tactics of tyrants, etc., j- to be into identity politics, they're just incompatible. The belief set is absolutely incompatible, the two. And so, anyone who promotes identity politics is not a conservative. Period. They are absolutely not conservative. That's not a conservative thing. Um, it just—it just not. And that's that. And plus, his own written admission—he ha- he didn't watch Fox. He hated Fox. He actually attacked Fox in his manifesto, which is you know why I can't believe that all of these entities from the AP to Rolling Stone and everybody else can go out there without any you know, kind of, you know, second guessing themselves and saying that this dude is somehow a Republican. He he wasn't. I mean, do you hear anyone on the right going? Well, here's another leftist that went out and murdered a bunch of people. Another leftist, just like the leftist in Waukesha, just like the leftist at the subway platform, just like the leftist that was what is it? There was a California guy, just like the the leftist that uh uh was i mean we can go on and on the left i mean go on and on and on with it the tucson that guy was a left he was a cult member he was a satanist that guy was like a nut he had a crazy satanic shrine in his backyard in tucson just like the guy who tried to assassinate congressional members on a ball field a bernie sanders volunteer just like that leftist so if that's what media and the and democrats want to do then it's not going to work out incredibly well for them because there is there's a bad history there. But the reason you don't see people on the right focusing on that and harping on it is because we're actually interested in solutions as opposed to just going on and on about, you know, political motivations, which, you know, if they push me enough, then maybe we should look at political motivations at this point. It's a, I mean, it's enough is enough. All right, a couple of other things. I'm going to try to get to some stuff. So, Coach, the purse people, the bag and purse people, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they sent out a thing, like an email to people. A friend of mine runs the AdWoke account on Twitter. They sent out this um, email, and it says, prefer, it's from Coach. It says, prefer not to hear about Father's Day? We know it can be a difficult time for many people and for many reasons. If you'd rather not see our Father's Day emails this year, just click, click the below and opt out by 515. You'll still hear, still hear about everything else. Did Coach send out anything that said, um, would you prefer not to hear about Mother's Day? No. Nope. Wow. What week? That's just week. It's absolutely weak. To send something like that out, like other, there are a lot of people that would probably enjoy hearing about Father's Day. The fact that they had to send that out, good heavens! What,
2: what a, mm-hmm. What's so triggering about Father's Day? I don't understand. I, yeah,
0: I don't know either. I mean, I don't know. No one's forcing you to. You can, like I, you know, like I said, you can opt out of their emails. Or, I mean, and I think that that would only be applicable, I guess, to people who purchased products there. What's the big deal about it? I think
2: think if true fathers were celebrated more, I think we'd have a better, Mm -hmm. you know, family unit situation in the United States.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all. And I mean, I'm just going to have to say that the stories I know, bad fathers, you know, if you want to talk about politics. They're leftists, not saying from personal experience or anything, or maybe I am, but just saying pretty crazy. So they sent that out. That's just a jerk move. I don't shop there, but it's a jerk move to send something like that out. And I, re- I f- dads get it, man. Dads totally just get kicked. Don't they? Good heavens. It's really depressing. So in Yale... I know, I'm going to try to get this too. And then the UFO thing. I told you they're going to have the unrelenting daily confrontation. They had... Uh, they're upset. They had a bunch of their... It was on Instagram. They had a bunch of... um they're lefty students saying that it's an illusion of democracy. Oh my gosh, they just learned enough words to be dangerous. Uh, it's the, They're going after the members of their conservative federalist society group. And they said that they need to meet, they need to accost their classmates with unrelenting daily confrontation uh, over the possible overturn of Roe. And it's funny because these are kids at Yale Law School. And if any—if anyone, I, which I think is is, it would be a great opportunity for Professors there to actually teach why Roe was bad law and how in their rush and absolute fervor to get this thing established as a Supreme Court decision they absolutely they were the ones who shot themselves in the foot because they predicated this up this up on absolute garbage and that's why it's getting overturned It I mean really ultimately even though this is about abortion, it has nothing to do with abortion. This has to do with the fact that it's horrible crap law and it's establishing a horrible crap precedence for things that are not related to abortion. And they shot themselves in the foot because they were so obsessed with doing it now, now, now that they didn't do it well, well, well. That's the problem. All right, I want to play this uh, from John Kirby. I'm Just saying, feels like we're getting uh, prep for something. Go ahead.
4: I, uh, I I don't have, we don't have a, a view on that uh uh Howard i mean we we uh, there's there's been enough of uh uh of the sightings um, in in terms of particularly in terms of training ranges that uh that we do have we think legitimate safety of flight concerns here um but but uh, the department hasn't come to a conclusion um uh about what all these phenomena uh, are what they represent
0: hmm Whoa, the phenomena. We don't have a conclusion as to just be like, okay, yeah, it's aliens. We just don't know. Yeah, it could be aliens. They may or may not be jerks. Man, people would probably freak out if they did that, right? I mean, just look at the rage mob now. I don't know if I could handle that with all, all the stupid people freaking out. What did, uh, what did Tommy Lee Jones say to Will Smith? Not the slap. Uh, what did Tommy yeah. Lee Jones say in Men in Black, the first original one? A person is smart. People are sheep. Rings true. To, it rings true today, too, for sure. we got more to come, folks, as we wrap up this third hour of programming. We have today in Stupidity on the way.
2: Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time.
0: Make sure you sign up for that newsletter over at Substack. You can actually find it at danalash.com where it says subscribe or in the bio of any of my uh, social Media stuff. Hmm. I I have to tell you, this is what AP Stylebook had has has. They tweeted this out just a little bit ago about the manifesto that that murderer in Buffalo wrote. They said we don't use the term. They literally wrote this quote: "We don't use the term manifesto in reference to a racist diatribe. It glorifies racist hatred." Other terms such as diatribe, screed, or writings can work instead. They're the only people who are giving any kind of shine to that name. That's, when did manifesto, that's not like a compliment. That's not a description of celebration or praise or anything like that. That's, I mean, manifesto is what it is. Manifesto, it's, oh my gosh. What is the point of this? What is the what is the the point of it? Jeez, this is wild. That sounds a little bit like projection. I'm gonna include that in the uh, email newsletter that I send out, so you don't want to miss. Gonna have a lot of stuff in there, and I'll be on Jesse Waters' program on Fox tonight to talk about, you know, how the media for everybody from the media to biden's been handling this all right today in stupidity came
2: all right it is our vice president she uh is obsessed with the two words work together listen to what she had to say
3: that is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues to tackle these challenges and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action.
0: Five times in less than than 60 seconds.
3: One heartbeat away.
0: I'm telling you what, folks, that does it for us tonight. Back with you behind the mic tomorrow. Catch me on Fox tonight at 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern hour. And sign up for Chapter and Verse over at Substack. Have a great night.